What is up, bros? I'm Jonathan, and Caleb is sick right now, unfortunately, so I'll be doing this episode solo, um, and I, I am a bro on a mission <laughs> to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible, uh, and welcome to the All Bros. Uh, this week on the podcast, uh, we got some items in 4K Spotlight. We got two movies coming. Oh my good lord. Two movies coming out. One that Caleb and I have seen and one that we have not seen. Um, we got nothing for Through the Wall. Um, so after that, uh, we'll be moving on to, or I'll be moving on to, damn it, this is going to be really hard. I'm already screwing this up. Uh, we'll be moving on, damn it, I will be moving on uh, to uh, the headliner this week. Which will be, um, it's actually going to be uh, me talking about uh, the uh, nominations for the uh, 2023 Oscars. Um, had a little bit of fiasco today. It was supposed to, so it was supposed to be me, Caleb, and my sister Christina doing Bullet Train, but then Caleb got sick, and unfortunately my sister is sick as well. So we're going to put Bullet Train on the back burner. Um, it will happen, guys, we promise, but uh, it's just going to have to wait a little bit longer. We apologize. But so. You'll get to hear me talk about the Oscars, the nominations for it, and what I thought of it. Or what I think of it. God damn it. How do people do these things solo? Like, seriously. Like, I really want to know, guys. Like, I know I do the Gacy Gazette solo, but, like, how... The people that do solo podcasts, like, I really want to know how you guys do it. Because it's very hard just talking to yourself. It's not as fun. Anyway. Uh, let's say we get into it. Hello, my name is Brucker Nurse, and I want to tell you about my fun horror movie podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. On my show, I like to have fun dissecting out what makes a horror movie scary, what worked for it, what didn't, what types of fears does it play off of. Is it an allegory for any sort of message? I don't know, but let's find out. Also, I like to watch slashers. I'm a big slasher guy, so I'll watch a slasher and do a kill grade for it. I will cover the kills and I will tell you how I would grade it based on shock, method, style points, and a fourth category that is a reflection of the movie. Besides those, I'll have fun with special topic episodes, commentary tracks, interviews with guests, including some Shutter directors, so I just like to have a fun time over here. If any of this sounds interesting to you or you just want to come check me out, please head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere they listen to podcasts and search for Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram, at Brucker Horror, where you get fun updates and some cool little posts that I do. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get to enjoy the show, and I'll see you on Instagram. Bye. All right, so first, starting up with 4K Spotlight, we got two movies coming out. Uh, the first one being Strange World. Um, I know Caleb and I were not the biggest fans of this movie, but uh, my sister Christina was. This has actually uh, become one of her favorite Disney movies. Um, I guess I get why. I guess. Um, but yeah, so if you guys want to pick up uh, Strange World, uh, there will be uh, just a regular 4K and Blu-ray edition of it. Um, they are not doing any Disney Movie Club exclusives for this movie. Um, I'm not saying I'm surprised, um, just because it just did not do well at the box office, unfortunately. I feel bad for how bad this movie did at the box office, because it's not a horrible movie. It just wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea. I'm not saying it was horrible, just, you know. Um, but so minus a regular 4K and Blu-ray, it will also be getting a, uh, Best Buy exclusive Steelbook. Um... 
which uh, can we talk about how expensive Best Buy is charging for steelbooks now? Because Strange World is labeled right now, or sorry, priced right now for the steelbook at $39.99. The Black Panther Wakanda Forever steelbooks, the two that I was talking about last week, were, I think it was $38.99 this week, or last week, which is freaking insane. Um, I don't understand why they're going up so much in price. That I remember the days of them being 35 bucks, But, you know, whatever. Um, that's Disney for you. Because all other studios, they're sticking with 30 to $35 uh, price tags. Disney's the only one that's going up this much. Because, you know, the, the, the mouse really needs that extra money, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, like, I know, uh, what was it? I think, uh, so couple weekends ago i think uh best buy like was uh doing something insane i don't know what's going on over there but they messed someone messed up because the menu they had it priced and they changed this but they had it priced at over sixty thousand dollars i don't know what the and like people like people snapshot uh screenshotted what it said on the website and even like it had actually changed in stores um so uh I don't know what the hell happened with that. It's changed, thank God. And I swear, if anyone really paid that price, please tell me no one paid that price. Because, good Lord. They even had a 12-month payment plan for like 2000 a month. Because, totally, that's an amazing deal. Um, but, yeah. I Apparently, um, Best Buy is like trying to start this new program to where uh, if you like pay... I think it's like $200 a year for a membership. And I... I don't think it's even like the Elite Pro membership. Uh, it's like something else. It's like an entirely different thing. You get like the the like sales price for the movie. So like say like they're charging like thirty nine ninety nine for a steelbook. If you're a member, you'll be charged like twenty nine ninety nine, which is freaking bullshit. Um, that pisses me off. So if Best Buy is really doing that, um. Literally, um, I will. I I'm not gonna buy just regular Blu-rays anymore at Best Buy. It will just be strictly uh, steelbooks, just their exclusive steelbooks. And honestly, if I feel that it's not even going to sell out day one, um, I'll probably just wait on it and uh, wait for it to go on sale to where I can actually get it for a decent price. Because when they do the sales prices, um, those are for everybody. You don't have to be a member to get those. Um, it's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's Strange World. Strange World is coming out this Tuesday. Um, and the other one is the Fablemans, um, that, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, movie that, um, I don't know if this actually did well in theaters. I have no idea. Um, it might have, it might not have. I have no idea. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll check it out eventually. Uh, maybe when it's on streaming or maybe if they ever have a really good deal on the, uh, 4k for like like 15 bucks i probably will pick it up but until then i will not be picking up the fablemans um so yeah so that's it for 4k spotlight uh like i said not really a huge week um the strange world steelbook does look very cool though i will admit um it's i think it, it's just the teaser poster um but yeah very very cool um so like I said, that's it for 4K Spotlight, and since I have nothing when it comes to uh, news for the week, uh, I'm just going to jump straight into the headliner for the week. 
right, so the headliner for this week, since I am running solo here and I just didn't know what else to do, um, I had to think of something else movie-based. Um, so we're going to talk about the 2023 Oscar nominations. So I'm just going to run down the list, um, tell you what I think about it, and um, honestly, I, I will tell you who I think will win. And yeah. So let's start off with Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Uh, the nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Pan- Black. Oh my good lord, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, Hong, Ch- I'm, I apologize if I butcher these names. Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu. I hope it's Hsu. Uh, for everything, everywhere, all at once as well. Um, so I, out of this list, I have only seen Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So when it comes to most powerful performances, uh, I feel that this should definitely go to Angela Bassett. Um, she was truly incredible in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Such a moving performance. She brought me to freaking tears. Um, so she rightfully rightfully deserves this um but i will say if i had a second pick it would be really cool to see jamie lee curtis get this because everyone knows i'm a huge horror fan and she's never won an oscar um so it'd be really cool to see the og scream queen mrs laurie strode uh take this but i really hope angela bassett takes it because she is freaking incredible um all around especially in uh black panther wakanda forever so that is who I hope will take Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Moving on to the next category, we got Best Original Screenplay. Uh, and those are The Banshees of Inishirin, uh for Martin McDano. God, I feel bad that I'm going to butcher these names so badly. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shannert. The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg, Tony Kushner. Tar, Todd Field, and Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Ostland. Um, so I've only seen one of these movies, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and you know what? I'm going to say uh, that I think that one should win, because that movie was freaking amazing, and um, I honestly want that movie to win as many awards as it can. Um, so yeah, that is my pick for Best Original Screenplay, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, best Actor in a Supporting Role, we have Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inisherin, Brian Tyree Henry, Hen- wow, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway, Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans, Barry Keegan, The Banshees of Inisherin, and Kihoi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, once again, out of all of these, I have only seen Everything Everywhere All at Once. So I have to say, uh, I hope that Kihoi Kwan wins it. Um, Mr. Short Round himself. Um, it's awesome seeing that he uh, got his uh, he got his second shot in Hollywood uh, with coming back. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy for him and amazing performance from him in this movie. Um, and just yeah, uh, I have I have nothing else to say besides that. He just yeah, I really hope he wins for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, because he was incredible. Uh, next up, we got Best Adapted Screenplay. 
Uh, and those are All Quiet on the Western Front, Edward Berger, Leslie Patterson, and Ian Stokel, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, Ryan Johnson, Living, Kazuo Ishiguro, and Top Gun Maverick. That a, wow, that's a lot of names. Uh, Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, Christopher McQuarrie, uh, and Story by Peter Craig and Justin Marks. Um, I want to say, you know, you know, I, no, I'm going to give it to Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery. I know, I know Ryan Johnson was really mad that Netflix added the a Knives Out Mystery to it. He just wanted it to originally be Glass Onion. Um, and he hates that they did that, um, cause he never wanted it to be tied, I guess, uh, to, uh, Knives Out. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, say, uh, definitely going to give it to, uh, Glass Onion. Don't get me wrong, I really enjoy Top Gun Maverick, but, I don't know, I, I, I had more fun with, uh, Glass Onion. Um, so for Best Adapted Screenplay, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that it's Glass Onion. Um, Best International Feature Film. I have never seen any of these, but you know what? I'm going to put my guess in. We got All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany, Argentina, 1985 from Argentina, Close from Belgium, and EO from Poland. Oh, shit, sorry, there's one more. And The Quiet Girl from Ireland. You know, just because it sounds so interesting, I'm going to say All Quiet on the Western Front is going to take it from Germany. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to lock in that answer right now. All quiet on the western. Lord, Jesus, jeez, Louise. All quiet on the western front. There we go. That's my pick. All right, best animated short film. I haven't seen any of these either, so this is going to be another guess. Um, which I didn't realize one was on uh, Apple TV. I really should have checked it out. Damn it! It's a long ass title though. So we've got The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Uh, that is the one that is on Apple TV. we got The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks. <laughs> I'm, I'm a freaking child. <laughs> and An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake and I Think I Believe It. Okay, I have to give it to that last one because that is just such a unique title. Oh my god, I love that. So yeah, I'm. <laughs> I hope that an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it wins. Cause God, I love that name. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to that one. Uh. Next up, we got best costume design. Uh. We have Babylon from Paramount Pictures, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever from Marvel Studios, Elvis from Warner Brothers, Everything Everywhere All at Once from A24, and Miss Harris Goes to Paris from Focus Features. Um, so I have, so this is like the, this is the category so far that I've seen the most movies out of it. I've seen three. Um, I definitely still want to see Babylon. Um, just, I missed it in theaters and it still hasn't been released on a Blu-ray yet. So I definitely want to check that one out when it comes out. Uh, and then Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I'd never seen it. Looks interesting. I'd be intrigued to see it. Um, but that I have not, um, but the costumes look really, really good in that one. Um... But you know what? I'm I promise I'm not trying to be a Marvel fanboy here, but just for how incredible the costumes are in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, 
I think I would say that I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to say that this one's a tie for me. Uh, I, w- I would want Black Panther Wakanda Forever or Everything Everywhere All at Once to win. Because both movies have incredible costumes. Um, and I'd be happy if either or won. Elvis's costumes were really good too. But out of the three, I would I want either Wakanda Forever or Everything Everywhere All at Once to take it. So yeah, I would love if uh, either of those took it. But um, if Elvis took it, that would be amazing as well. Uh, next up, uh, we have Best Production Design. Uh, and these are All Quiet on the Western Front from Netflix, Avatar The Way of Water from 20th Century Studios, Babylon from Paramount Pictures, Elvis, Warner Brothers, and The Fablemans from Universal Pictures. Um, so with this, I have only seen uh, two of these. I've seen Avatar The Way of Water and Elvis. Um, production design, uh, I don't know. I'd probably give it to Avatar The Way of Water. Um, I actually enjoyed this one so much more than the first one. Um, I don't know if I've ever voiced my opinions on Avatar on this podcast, but I kind of hated it. Um, I, I thought it sucked. Um, just, I mean, the graphics, like the special effects looked incredible, but just the story was super boring to me. I, I just couldn't get into it. Um, but with Avatar The Way of Water, um, I actually had a really good time with this. And I think the reason why is most of the story focuses on Jake Sully, uh, Jake Sully's kids. And I actually love that because, um, I think his, uh, kids are way better characters than him. Um, so yeah, that, so yeah, I, I would give it to Avatar The Way of Water. It's such a beautiful movie. And the production design is just freaking incredible. Um, so yeah, I really hope uh, Avatar The Way of Water takes it. Uh, next up, we got Best Visual Effects. We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix, Avatar The Way of Water, 20th Century Studios, The Batman, Warner Brothers, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Marvel Studios, and Top Gun Maverick, Paramount Pictures. Um, yeah, I mean, is this even a contest? Avatar The Way of Water? Like... Say what you will about James Cameron, because even I have some problems with the guy, um, because of all the jabs that he likes to take at Marvel, um, and the fact that uh, after uh, Avengers Endgame beat Avatar, he's just like, nope, not going to have that. We got to release Avatar again so I can be number one. Um, God, why do I have a feeling that's going to be the way with Avatar The Way of Water? Like, that has to be in the number one movie, but whatever. Um like I can't argue that the movie is freaking gorgeous and the vis- the visual effects are just so beautiful. So I have to yeah, Avatar the Way of Water, like yeah, it it has to win. Um if it doesn't win, I'm going to be so freaking shocked if they don't pick Avatar the Way of Water for the winner here uh for best visual effects. Um I would probably say there's something wrong with uh, the Academy. Uh I'm sure a lot of people would say that. Um but yeah, uh, so that that's my pick for Best Visual Effects. Alright, next up we have Best Live Action Short. Now I have not seen any of these. Um, so here's a, let, let's do a little guess, shall we? So we got An Irish Goodbye from Floodlight Pictures. If I, I don't think I'm going to pronounce this right. Uh, Avalu from M&M Productions. Le Pupil from Disney, oh it's, Really? La Pupil is on Disney Plus. I'll have to check that out then. Uh, Night Ride and The Red Suitcase uh, from Sin Films. Um, 
You know, I'm going to say an Irish goodbye. I like I like the name of the title. Uh, wow. I like the name of the um the the short. Um it sounds interesting and I kind of want to see if I can find it. So, I'm going to get I'm going to say an Irish goodbye will win and I hope it wins. Uh next up we got best animated feature film. We have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Netflix, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, A24. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, DreamWorks Animation, The Sea Beast, Netflix, and Turning Red, Pixar. So I have actually seen, this is the most I've seen out of a category so far. I have only not seen one of these. So the only one that I have not seen is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. And I know Caleb and I were going to actually watch this while I was out in Georgia, but we just couldn't find it anywhere. Um, so, yeah. But uh, while I was out there, we watched Pinocchio and uh, The Sea Beast. So, yeah, I've I've actually seen four out of the five, which is awesome. Um, sea Beast was good. Um, not bad. I enjoyed it. But it's definitely not my pick for winning. Um, neither is Turning Red. Um, out of the Pixar movies that came out last year, this one was my favorite. But I don't think it will win either. I think it's going to come down between... Going to come down to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio and Puss in Boots' The Last Wish. I would love for Puss in Boots The Last Wish to win because this is such a great freaking sequel. Um, just everything was so good. Um, the character development, especially with uh, Puss, was incredible. So this is the one that I want to win, but I have a feeling that they're going to pick Guillermo, uh, Guillermo's uh, Pinocchio. And completely understandable. I completely get it. I'm not going to say any of my thoughts with that right now um, because um, that... That is actually going to be uh, next week's episode. Uh, me and Caleb will be breaking down uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Um, so I'm not going to say anything about what I thought about that. Um, but that So Pinocchio is the movie that I think will win, but the one that I want to win is Puss in Boots' The Last Wish for Best Animated Feature Film. Alright, Best Sound. We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix, Avatar, The Way of Water, 20th Century Studios, The Batman, Warner Brothers, and... Oh, I'm sorry. The Batman, Warner Brothers, Elvis, Warner Brothers, and Top Gun Maverick, Paramount Pictures. Um, I gotta give this to the Batman. Um, the sound in that movie was so incredible. The Batman's theme, um, even the Riddler's theme, just, ah, oh, everything. Um, and I guess that more so goes into original score, but with the Batman, I feel I'm going to work that into sound. Um, but just, yeah, the, the, just, oh God, the sound was incredible in the Batman. Um, and I really hope it wins. Um, I would love for the Batman to win. But if I had to choose one that I think might beat the Batman, I don't know, maybe Avatar The Way of Water, because I'm sure that Avatar The Way of Water is going to sweep uh the the categories it's in so that would be um my guess um but i would love it if the batman took it for best sound all right next up we got best original score uh we have all quiet on the western front babylon the banshees of inishirin everything everywhere all at once and the fablemans um so i've only seen one of these everything everywhere all at once so i gotta give it to that the score was absolutely incredible in this movie. So freaking good. Um, if you guys want to hear what uh, me and Caleb thought about the score, you can go uh, check out our uh, our review of Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, yeah, incredible score, and I hope 
Everything Everywhere All at Once takes it for best original score. All right, best actor. We got Austin Butler. Austin. Austin Butler. Just kidding. Austin Butler for Elvis. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal, Mescal for After Sun. And Bill Nye for Living. They say B- Billy Nye, but I think... Doesn't he just like to be called Bill Nye? Oh, well. Um, I would... So I've only seen one movie from this, Elvis. So I gotta give it to Austin Butler. His performance was absolutely incredible in this movie. So captivating. Um, and I hear he actually still talks in the Elvis accent just because I guess... I don't know if he can't turn it off. It's just really hard to or if he just enjoys doing it. I don't know. I, th- I think that's funny. Um, but yeah, so I got to give it to Austin Butler, Elvis. Incredible performance. And um, I think he should definitely take home Best Actor. I really want to see The Whale because um, I've heard Brendan Fraser is absolutely incredible in that. And I've seen clips from it and I was almost brought to tears. So I'm scared to see how I am for the whole movie. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would definitely, uh, I would definitely, um, if I had seen it, it would be a toss between Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler. But since the only movie out of these that I have seen, I've got to give it to Austin Butler for Elvis. All right. Uh, next up, we got Best Lead Actress. We have Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armos for Blonde, Andrea Rizaboro for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yao for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, the only one that I've seen out of this is Everything Everywhere All at Once. And even if I had seen all the other ones, I would still s- still give it to Michelle Yao because she's absolutely incredible in this movie. So captivating. Um, s- seriously, career-defining impo- career defining performance by her in this movie it is so incredible. I love her so much in this film. Um, yeah, she makes this movie. Um, the whole cast still is very good. The whole cast makes the movie. But her specifically, she is so captivating. I love her so much. And I still can't believe that she... I had no idea that she was in uh, some Marvel movies. Um, the one that's only coming to uh, mind is like she's one of the Ravagers in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I know she's in something else, but I can't remember it. God damn it. Um, but yeah, so Michelle Yeoh, best lead actress. I, I want her to win. All right, next up, we got Best Cinematography. We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Netflix, Elvis, Warner Brothers, Empire of Light, Searchlight Pictures, and Tar, Focus Features. All right, so um, I've only seen one of these. Shocker. (laughs) This is a repeating thing with this, isn't this? Um, God, I really got to watch more movies, guys. I feel cute. I would say, you know what, Caleb and I both do, but I feel sometimes he actually gets, he watches more movies in a year than I do, which is freaking awesome. But, um, I got, I got to catch up with him. (laughs) Um, but so yeah, I got to give this to Elvis. Cinematography is fantastic. Um, no problems there. Um, yeah, (laughs) I don't know what else to say. It's Elvis. It's a really good movie. I had a good time and the cinematography was great. So I'm going to give it to Elvis for best cinematography. Next up, we've got Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Uh, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix, The Batman, Warner Brothers, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Marvel Studios, Elvis, Warner Brothers, and The Whale, A24. Um, you know what? Just for the sole fact of how incredible the prosthetics were, um, 
for Colin Farrell, uh, for him playing the Penguin, Oswald, um, in the Batman, I have to give it to that. I have to get, I, you know, I, yeah, I'm rooting for the Batman to win best makeup and hairstyling because like the whole, all everything in best makeup, the makeup and hairstyling is incredible in the Batman. Um, and it's also incredible in Elvis and Black Panther Wakanda forever, but the sole fact, just, just the makeup and prosthetics they did for Colin Farrell for the Penguin and just how incredible he looked and just I love how he looks as the Penguin because the Penguin's my favorite Batman villain of all time and just they made him look so incredible so menacing I loved it so much um I gotta give it to uh yeah I'm I'm hoping the Batman wins for best makeup and hairstyling all right uh next up we got best documentary feature film um I have not seen any of these so this is a complete guess um so yeah, here we go. We got All That Breathes, which was an HBO documentary, or is from HBO Documentary Films. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Neon. Fire of Love, National Geographic Documentary Films, slash Neon. A House Made of Splinters, and Naval, Navalny, uh, CNN, slash Warner Brothers. Um, if I had to guess, just because I love the title, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, by ne- from Neon. Um, that's an awesome name. I love that name for a movie. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. Hoping that one wins. Uh, best documentary short film. We got The Elephant Whisperers, Netflix. How I'm gonna butcher this. How Lout. Um, How do you measure a year? By uh, from Jay Rosenblatt Films, The Martha Mitchell Effect, Netflix, and Stranger at the Gate. Um, you know, I'm going to give it to Stranger at the Gate. Interesting title, a simple title, but it's, yeah, that that just intrigues me. Stranger at the Gate. I will actually probably check this uh, documentary short film out if I can find it. <laughs> um, so yeah, Stranger at the Gate, that's what I'm calling it for, for Best Documentary Short Film. Uh, next up, we got Best Film Editing. We have The Banshees of Inishirin, Searchlight Pictures, Elvis Warner Brothers, Everything Everywhere All at Once, A24, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick Paramount. Uh, I got to give this to everything, everywhere, all at once. A24 Pictures. Uh, the editing is freaking incredible. Like, oh my god. I just love this movie. It's so freaking good. Um, I, I want to say Caleb probably loved it a little more than I did. Because I want to say his score was a little higher. But still, great movie. Great film editing. Um, yeah, I got to give it to everything, everywhere, all at once. That's what I hope will win with best film editing. Uh, next up, we got best original song. We have Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Natu Natu from RRR, and This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, I gotta give this to Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and I know Caleb and I were talking about this, and he said he's usually not a fan of Rihanna, but this song, this song is just so powerful, and it's just so incredible. And, like, it brings tears to your eyes. It's such an incredible song. Um, and it deserves to win. I, I truly believe. So, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm really hoping that um, Lift Me Up wins Best Original Song. And I'm calling that. Alright, uh, next up we have Best Picture. And uh, those are Martin McDonough. McD- oh my god, I apologize if I, like, really butchered, butchered this. 
Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inishirin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostenlund for Triangle of Sadness. Um, I think I'll give it. I'll give it to the two Daniels uh, for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, if I had seen The Fablemans, I'd probably give it to Steven Spielberg. And as a matter of fact, I'm sure Steven Spielberg would win. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but man has enough Oscars, doesn't he? Um, but so I hope that the two Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, win. But I have a gut feeling it's probably gonna be Steven Spielberg. But that's just my hope and guess for best director. Um, and then last but not least, um, the one, the only, the the one that's always last um, when it comes to. Uh, the Oscars, it's always the last uh, award given out, which makes sense. Um, and that is Best Picture. And the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix, Avatar The Way of Water, 20th Century Studios, The Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Searchlight Pictures, Elvis, Warner Brothers, Everything Everywhere All at Once, A24, The Fablemans, Universal Pictures, Tar, Focus Features, Top Gun Maverick, Paramount Pictures, Triangle of Sadness, Neon, and Woman Talking, MGM slash United Artists releasing. Um, I gotta give it to Everything Everywhere All at Once. I haven't said enough good about this movie. This movie was so freaking good. Um, I bought I, I bought this shit freaking day one when it came out on 4K. I actually got the Walmart exclusive slipcover that freaking has like the googly eyes all over. I love it so freaking much. Um, yeah, it deserves to win, and I really hope it will win. Um, if if I had like to guess any other movies that might win, maybe uh, the Fablemans or Elvis. I don't think Avatar: The Way of Water will win, um, but I really hope that it's everything everywhere all at once. This movie definitely deserves to win. It's that good of a movie, and yeah, I don't know what else to say to it besides that. Um, so yeah, um, those are my guesses and what I want to win uh, for the 2023 Oscars. Um, yeah, I'm curious, are any of you guys tuning into it? Um, I, God, it's been probably, uh, <laughs> years since I actually watched the Oscars. I usually just wait to read the list online. I know it's bad, but just, I don't know. The, 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 it, it just hasn't been as fun to watch in the recent years. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I will watch it. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Uh, that those are my guesses, like I said, and what I would like uh, to win at the 2023 Oscars or Academy Awards, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I want to say that that is going to uh, do it uh, for this week's episode. Uh, definitely one of our shorter ones. Um, like I said, I don't know how you people do it that like do solo podcasts do it. Like this is hard just talking to myself. I apparently I'm not as like uh as as fun or witty as I thought I would be when talking to myself. I thought I would have a much more fun time with myself than I am right now. And I'm realizing that that sounds really freaking weird, so I'm just going to move on. Um <laughs> if you like what you heard and um uh, I'm sure you didn't like what you heard with this pod, this episode, because considering it's just my ass. Um, but if you like hearing Caleb and I, uh, on this podcast, and you want to hear more, 
Uh, be sure to subscribe to, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, all that fun shit. Literally, if you can't find us, pretty sure you're searching in the wrong place. Um, so maybe change that. <laughs> um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube if that is your preferred listening platform. Um, um, and then uh, if you want to fo- follow us on social media where um, you can uh, DM us with uh, any ideas that you have for an episode, uh, if there's a certain movie that you want us to break down, or if you would like to join us, we would love to have you. Um, just yeah, just 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 direct message us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or uh, well, can can you direct message? No, yeah, you can direct. Yeah, duh, you can direct message someone on TikTok. Um, so on any of those, or uh, email if you prefer to do that. Completely up to you. Um, but so. For those, we got Facebook.com forward slash The All Bros. Twitter and Instagram, we are at The All Bros. As well as TikTok, we are also at The All Bros there too. Um, or you can email us at The All Bros channel at gmail.com. Um, if you want to uh, check out our merch store, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash The All Bros channel, where you can find all Caleb's incredible artwork that he does for these episodes. He, he seriously blows my mind every single week that he does them, um, and I'm so grateful for him for doing them. I freaking love you, man, for doing it. Love you, bro, um, and appreciate the hell out of you for doing them. Um, so if you want to go there, check out them. Um, if there is a design that you've seen in the past that isn't on there, uh, let us know, just because, you know, copyright's a bitch. Um, so unfortunately, we did lose some. But uh, if there is any specific one that you've wanted, um, just just email us or uh, message us on any of those social medias, and uh, we can uh, get that made for you. So yeah, just let us know. Um, so yeah, um, next week on the podcast, um, just, like I said, uh, we'll be putting a bullet train on the back burner. We will break it down, just just not right now. Like I said, just unfortunately, uh, some things have happened. Um, but I promise we bullet train will be broken down soon. <laughs> um, but so next week, uh, me and Caleb will be, uh, breaking down Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, uh, which you can watch right now on Netflix. Um, and I'm really happy that I finally said his name right. I used to always say, G- G- what, I think I used to say, always say, G- 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 no, Guillermo, Guillermo, it's Guillermo. I felt really stupid when someone corrected me with that. I'm like, I'm an idiot. But anyway. Um, so yeah, so you can look forward to us breaking down uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio next week. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And <laughs> you know what? That was a lot funnier in my head. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, like I said, um, I'm Jonathan. And, uh, catch you guys next week. Deuces!